Welcome to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing with Shelby and Delora, where we watch the whole thing so you don't have to. I mean, unless you want to, then go ahead. Hello! Hi! Welcome to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing. Episode 25! 25. Woohoo! We've done 25 whole episodes. That's a lot. That's a lot. Plus movies, because those yeah. are those Christmas ones. <laughs> ah, yes. The <laughs> Rankin Bass the cinematic Rankin universe. Cinematic universe. <laughs> Honestly, I feel a deep and abiding connection to that. Right? Like, I support. Yes. Uh, yeah, so anyway, we're here with Spider-Man 2. Yes. And we're late because we watched half of it and we were like, this is a dumb movie. And then we didn't watch the next half for like a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and so. we're sorry. Uh, well, we're ready to discuss but we're it here. Now. We're gonna discuss. It's gonna be great. Uh, I'm I'm yeah, Shelby. I'm Elora. Do we already? We're just breaking so you can hear our theme music, or whatever we do in the break. It, it's just a little. Well, enjoy that. Enjoy that sound. Okay. Bye. Okay. Let's talk about it. Spider-Man Two came out in two thousand four. Directed by Sam Raimi. Right when you time. <sighs> There's so many plots. I mean, we need to do a plot summary, but like, how? Yeah. There's so much. So the big thing is Doc Ock. Yes. Dr. Otto Octavius. Yes. Dr. Octopus. He's making a sun or some yeah, shit. Like, this, like a giant star. Yes. Um... And it goes horribly wrong. It gets out of control. It kills his wife. And it breaks the inhibitor chip on his robotic arm so that they turn him into a villain. Yeah. So that's a big plot. Yes. At the same time, <laughs> uh, Peter's losing his powers. Yes. Because he's having an emotional... Crisis? Crisis. Like, a non-emotional crisis impacting physically. Yes. So this is how it does So this for is how him. it's impacting him physically. Yes. Uh, at the same same time... Mary Jane's getting married to J. Jonah Jameson's astronaut son. Sure, why not? Um, Harry is still looking for to kill Spider-Man for revenge because his father's dead. And Aunt May's losing the house. Yes. Do we miss anything? Uh, there's how would a I lot know? of plots. <laughs> how would I even know? There's and so many plots. Peter and MJ are having their weird on again, off again thing. Ugh, even though she's engaged. Yeah. To J. Jonah Jameson's kid, who seems, seems fine. fine. Yeah. He's, he's kind of flat in Must the movie, have but, taken you know. after not his father. <laughs> <laughs> Although, it's Triple J. You're right. We love him. actually kind of... Was that the last movie that he... I think that was the last movie. Protected Spider-Man? That was wholesome. It was wholesome. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's the movie. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much the plot summary. If you haven't seen it... Don't. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want, as said in the intro. But, uh... Yeah. Listen, here's my theory of superhero movie Go series already. from pre-MCU times. Mm -hmm. You have the first movie. Mm -hmm. It's good. People like it. Mm. And, you know, makes yeah. people happy. This is illustrated by Superman with Christopher Reeves. Yes. Batman 
with mm-hmm. uh by the Michael Keaton Michael one. Keaton yeah with Michael Keaton uh etc mm-hmm. and the Spider-Man movie that we last saw which I didn't yep. really enjoy rewatching but I can see it's you know yeah it's fine it's fine then you have the second one which just boring yeah honestly boring dumb and kind of unnecessary Batman Returns ugh that was bad boring dumb so bad um Superman 2 Bad. That took us a year to watch, because <laughs> um, we couldn't get back the, past that scene with the British kid in Kansas. <laughs> this seems to be a theme for us. Yeah, these, we get into terrible movies. These second like, movies no. are rough, <laughs> and then the third movie is just completely out of control. Yeah, uh, I we haven't watched Spider Man Three yet, but I have watched it before, and I remember it being out of control. I remember Venom and. Peter Parker going emo. Yes. So yeah, that seems right. Yeah, and then Superman 3 is out of control, but honestly, I love it. No, it's fab. And uh, Batman Forever. It's out of control. Do you love it? No. I know. <laughs> we I won't feel get like, into I that I feel discussion. like 3 and 4 and that one are kind of combined into one absolute chaotic unit. Yeah. Superman isn't, though. Because no, because the fourth one's kind of boring one again. The fourth one's boring. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this works in the MCU, too. Because, like, Ooh, okay. Thor 1, interesting. Yes. Like, not great, but interesting. Yeah. Thor 2 sucked. Yeah, that was dumb. Thor Ragnarok. Honestly fabulous. Yeah. But, like... In a bright and colorful, out of control way. Yeah, Avengers sure, one, yeah. good. Avengers two, what even Stupid. happened? Dumb. Yeah. And then like Infinity War. Yeah. I'm saying it holds up. Yeah, I don't know if the third one, the one, the third movie is always consistently. Yeah, that's fair. It's the third it's out of control. But it's either fun or awful. Both of the second and third movies in the Pirates of the Caribbean series were questionable. And then it just got weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I will say, there were like 20 minutes there, which I enjoyed. Which ones? Well, it was... <laughs> good question. It was uh, when... From when Doc Ock attacks... Uh, Peter and kidnaps Mary Jane, mm-hmm. and then we have the whole train scene where he's meeting yeah, Spider Man, and then we have the whole warehouse scene where uh, they have a big fight again, and then Mary Jane finds out that Peter's Spider Man. Honestly, that, was that whole fight scene from the train and then into the warehouse, interesting, mm-hmm. cool, compelling. Yeah. I think if this had just been one story, it should have been Doc Ock. And if it had been that story, yeah, it might have been good. Yeah, because honestly, Alfred Molina killed it. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah. like perfect for the role. Oh yeah, it was a nuanced performance. Yeah. Like you really liked him, mm-hmm. and then you also were like, eee. like he played evil really well. Yeah, but also like kind of mind controlled and like yes, the whole stuff with Harry unnecessary, <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Like he listen. has this knife. Oh my gosh. It looks like he's, he's in his own Shakespearean tragedy that he's writing himself. <sighs> James Franco. The thing is, James Franco was giving it his all. He no, just he had was, he's not, dumb he's stuff not to the work problem. With. Like, here. he's a good actor, but oh, this was so 
weird. Yeah. The whole time he's just like, oh, Peter, you're my only friend. My father is dead. It's like, listen, buddy, okay, your dad Batman. sucked anyway. Yeah. Like, your dad sucked. He was, I mean, you know, it's abusive relationships yeah, are complicated. Yeah, like, I get it, but... <sighs> but I don't just know if that felt like an honest way for that to play out. It's just weird. There's a lot. Uh, Aunt May, great. Yeah, except it was weird that she kicked Peter out. Yeah, that was weird. That was, I felt, inconsistent with her character as she's played yeah. her so far. Yeah. Like, like she might be mad. Yeah, there's a scene... She might need a minute. There's a scene where Peter, um, like tells her the truth about what happened the night Uncle Ben died. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I didn't go to the library, I went and wrestled, and the guy that shot Uncle Ben... I let him go. I let him go. Yeah. So, that whole thing happens, and she just kind of walks away, and it's like, I get that it could be very triggering, it could be, you know, she might need a minute to compose herself, but, like, her kid is sitting there in front of her being emotionally vulnerable and sad and blaming himself for Ben's death. It doesn't strike me as something she would do No. to kick him out of the house. Yeah, and I guess she technically didn't, she just walked away. Yeah. Which is fair, better than yeah. what I was remembering it. I don't know. Yeah. Aunt May did have a great scene with Spider-Man and Doc Ock. Where Doc Ock kidnapped her from a bank, and Peter, like, ran away to go be Spider-Man, and she's like, don't leave me! <laughs> and then Spider-Man, um, saves her from Doc Ock, and she, like, Octavius is gonna, like, stab him, and she's like, oh, bad man! <laughs> and, like, clocks him on the head with her umbrella. <laughs> like, that was delightful because of Aunt May. Yes. You know who's not a great, uh, uh, captive? Who? Mary Jane. Yeah. Only because you've done it before. Yeah. And you're gonna do it again. Yes. Every movie. And again. Every single time. Multiple times a movie. Yep. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk about the intro, the opening credits. Yeah! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking at them, because it's kind of this cool watercolor reproduction of the previous movie mm-hmm. and I was like that really looks like Alice Alex Ross and uh, it was it was Alex Ross he's yeah. a uh, well-known comic book creator he does a lot of covers and a very uh, very like realistic watercolor style They're and really uh, cool. very beautiful very beautiful art he did uh, Marvels for Marvel he did Kingdom Come for DC and he does uh, he is a big fan of the monkeys. Good. <laughs> which I appreciate. Uh, he draws them into background scenes of his superhero comics. I didn't know that. And he also, like, has done, like, art of them, just in general. Um, Did he do the monkeys comics? No, those are old, old. Oh, gotcha. That's fair. Those are, like, 60s. I guess it's time to reboot it. It is. You should write them. I, I want to. It'd be real good. It would be fun. <laughs> so yeah, that was the intro scene. Yeah. That was my favorite part probably because uh, I really like his art. It's um, good art. There's some, some places that I don't think it fits necessarily. Not in this movie. It was great in this movie. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, 
okay, that's a, that's a lot for the inside of a comic. <laughs> but for covers, great. For, like, big dramatic superhero stories, yeah. great. I feel like, I'm pretty sure I saw this in theaters. Uh-huh. So, like, his watercolors were up on up the Up on that big screen. screen. Yeah. Oh, I remember the art being cool. It was like, oh. I went and pulled out my uh, copy of Kingdom Come to show Shelby when I figured out who it was. <laughs> I was like, look, it's him! He's very talented. Yeah. Um, speaking of comic books, yes, I have a question for you Okay. as a comic book expert. Hmm. Now, Not Spider-Man comics. I know, but nonetheless. <laughs> I understand why they didn't do it this way in the movie. Yeah. But... There's a scene, so in the end, uh, Doc Ock kind of is talked back into his senses by Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And he saves the city by drowning the sun in the river. Yes. Because, yes. Not the actual sun, the, like, homemade sun. He's making it again because he's sad that his wife died and because he's mind-controlled by his four things. By his robot arms. Yes, and the robot arms are directly connected to his brain. So, like, and I... And they're evil for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> and, like, I guess it makes sense that like they would cease to function when he died but that didn't feel like a given to me yeah like they could still be there in the river so like hypothetically we could have gone a very different direction mm-hmm. and had the f- like doc ock be four robot arms operating a zombie corpse oh. I mean... You're right. That, that would be interesting. <laughs> Just, like, a decaying man with robot arms. Yeah! Ugh. And, like, because they're connected to his brain, presumably they could, like... Maybe make him... Maybe make him talk. talk. Oh, Ugh, It'd be creepy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, like, his sh- vocal cords would be decaying. Oh, you're right. And it would be sounding more and more horrifying every time. You're right. It would honestly be an interesting Sam Raimi could probably do it well. He's good at the horror stuff. Yeah. That was another thing. That's a completely different thing. If you want to discuss zombie Doc Ock. Did did you have more to say about zombie Doc Ock? No, I just wanted to know what you thought from a a comic book standpoint. If someone did a horror remix of Spider-Man. That would totally work. Honestly, I'd enjoy it. There's Marvel Zombies. There's like a comic series called Marvel Zombies. It's set in the MCU, I believe. Yeah. Also, there's a series where Doc Ock is dying, and Peter Parker comes to visit him, hmm. and as he's dying, Doc Ock switches brains with Peter Parker. Why? And so then Peter dies in the Doc Ock's body, hey. and Doc Ock takes over Peter's life and says, I could be Spider-Man better than Spider-Man. That's distressing. And tries being Spider-Man. Hate that. Evidently, it's a good series. I think I've only read, like, one issue of it. I mean, I believe you. I was just... When I think zombies in comics, I think of that weird-ass Scooby-Doo. The, Which one? Like, really gritty Scooby-Doo reboot. <laughs> Scooby-Apocalypse! <laughs> yes! Isn't it... Either Daphne or Fred isn't one of them a zombie? I think it's Fred. Uh, yeah. Fred becomes a zombie at some that point. That tracks. Um... Anyway, so, no, I just think it's an interesting possibility. Yeah. That was my immediate thought as, like, he was going down, and you see the light, like, flicker, I'm like, I mean, probably they're not, like, waterproof, right? 
I mean, they probably are. But like the all the electrical workings and computer. Well, because he did get zapped right before it too. Oh, that's true. So yeah. that could have already damaged them and like. And like they were like pushing the sun around. Yeah, and like created space. I'm just thinking, like, if you're gonna make giant Robot mechanical arms. arms, you're probably gonna make them mostly waterproof. Because they're gonna <sighs> have to function in a lab. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Sorry, it's night time. Yeah, it is. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, I did want to call out Sam Raimi a little. It felt like we were watching multiple different movies. Too many movies. Like, they put a bunch of different things in, but then, like, the feel was completely different. Yeah. Like, the action series, like, the action sequences were very much a superhero action movie. But then the bits with Harry and his dad and his dramaticness were very much filmed like a horror flick. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there was romance for some ungodly reason. Yeah. Like, it just Mary it Jane felt... left Jameson astronaut at the altar. That sucked. Oh my gosh, yes. And then ran through Central Park in her wedding dress. Yeah. Looking dramatic. Is this a rom-com now? Apparently. Is that what we're doing? I mean, soft focus. Yeah? Yeah. It just the, the only thing I can think of with soft focus now is the one time in the monkeys when Mickey's in drag coming down the stairs and they just do the soft focus on him. That's probably one of my favorite things. Good. I always just think of Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, just the way they were filmed, it felt like different movies. Like, there was no continuity. It was kind of jarring. Yeah. And difficult yeah. to watch. Difficult to focus on. Yeah. Speaking of Mary Jane leaving at the arc, that's just a jerk move. Yeah. Like, backing out of an engagement, sure. You know, people change. Think about the things. Things make choices. I get that. Don't do it on the day. Like, try try to get it all worked out. Before. Like, in your head, before the day. Yeah, it just seems harsh. Like, you leave your partner just standing there in front of a room full of people. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's odd, the publicness of it. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, if you, you know, you want to make a vow publicly in front of people, but, like, yeah. there's a weird pressure there. Yeah. Well, and, like, if you have anxiety, I get that, too, but then maybe plan a, to elope or something. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt harsh. Mm-hmm. And, like, he wasn't, like, a bad guy. No, he was fine. He seemed like a perfectly nice partner to her. Yeah. Mary Jane, again, was just not really given... Anything good to work with. She wasn't a character. She was just a convenient plot device. A sexy lamp? Yep. (laughs) She could have easily been replaced with a sexy lamp. No, I must... I will have the sexy lamp. No, I will steal the sexy lamp from you. I cannot have the sexy lamp because I'm Spider-Man. And it would fall and break. That's kind of a funny movie idea. Though. That's pretty <laughs> hilarious. Um, I do want to do a quick shout out to the teeny tiny child Aww. that Peter Parker saved from a fire. Yeah. She had very realistic fear, and I had yeah. feelings about it. Yeah. That was a stressful sequence. Oh my goodness. I tried looking her up, but it was hard to tell. Like, It doesn't look like she's done much else, but yeah. wow. Very talented tiny child actor. I was distressed. Yep. There was so much pressure. That whole sequence was a sequence from yet another <laughs> much better movie. Yep. 
Yep, it was. What was that? There was some movie where about firemen. I think Joaquin Phoenix died in it. Okay. Ladder forty nine or some shit. I don't, know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. My mom had the DVD, which is why I remember it. Okay. But it was very dramatic. Fire, death, sad, unfortunate. But it felt more like one cohesive movie than this did. Many movies do. <laughs> Even movies that are meant to be like vignette movies or like surrealistic movies mm. sometimes feel like more cohesive movies than this. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Aunt May did have a great speech in this. Like, yeah. Uncle Ben gets all the props for the speech, but Aunt May had a whole thing with, like, Henry needs heroes. Henry's a neighbor kid. And, like, it was a decent speech. Yeah. I just think I just like the actress who plays Aunt May. Yeah, she's fun. She just is fab. Then Peter quotes it with yeah. no credit to Doc Ock. Listen, it was a stressful situation. It was. Like, I understand, you know, don't steal your aunt's speech, but, like, it feels yeah. like we can give him a pass we there. <laughs> but imagine if he said, my aunt said that. That would have been a great moment. It would have like, you wouldn't have expected it. It kind of would have relieved a little bit of tension. Yes. Also, Aunt May 1000% knows that Peter is Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Like, Not you watch that scene, there's no question. Yeah. She's giving him knowing looks. She's specifically pointing out the need for Spider-Man to return. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very clear, which then begs the question, when did she figure this out? Because earlier Was in the, at the movie... Bank? Maybe. That would make sense. Was she like, Peter's not the kind of person who would just leave me. Right. That would make sense. We don't actually see that. No. But it would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we're just supposed to, maybe there's like a deleted scene somewhere where she Could figures be. it out. Because, yeah, like, there's no doubt. But then she definitely didn't know earlier because she was saying he was a, kind of a menace, like, she yeah. wasn't a huge fan of Spider-Man earlier in the movie. Because she was reading too much J. Jonah Jameson propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. J. Jonah Jameson, again, shines. Iconic. What a, what a beautiful, what a, what a brilliant beautiful performance. performance. Just fabulous. Even with a ridiculous situation where his astronaut son is returning home from space and marrying Mary Jane. Which He's, is just a ridiculous situation. And yet... But, like, he shines. Yes. Nonetheless. <laughs> so good. Why is it J. Jonah Jameson? Son? Is it just because people liked J. Jonah Jameson, so they're like, we're gonna need to shove him in the movie more? Probably. So let's Probably make it his son that Mary Jane's engaged to. No, I think his son's usually an astronaut <laughs> or something. That Mary Jane's engaged to? I don't know about I don't that know part. either. We're not familiar enough with Spider Man lore. No. Mm. Wrong side of the fence for my usual tastes. And I'm just not as into comic books as I should be. Terribly sorry. I can't keep okay. track. There's so many different universes. Yeah. That's what's fun. It's like you don't like one, you just read another one. Yeah. I just get confused because I'm like, i like, but wait, what is canon? There isn't. Ah! It's great. <laughs> it's great. And then if something dumb happens, you're like, yeah, it'll get rebooted or retconned in the next I guess. 20 years somewhere. Well, if it's Marvel, it'll just get retconned, because they have one continuous uh, timeline, oh, supposedly, gosh. which makes no sense. Yeah, no, that's that's um, not. And if it's DC, they're just going to collapse the multiverse again and bring it back. Yeah, they do that. 
<laughs> I'm reading all of them right now. It's very enjoyable. Good heavens. Whew. But that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, shout out again to Scott and the Lore. Pa- uh, Scott and the Lore. Scott and <laughs> Cynthia Powell for letting us borrow your movie. Yes, thank you. Do we have any other sponsors? Um, dog snoring. Snoring dog. Snoring? Yes. She is sleeping. Yes, always. Yeah, do you have any other thoughts before we go on? This is a short-ass episode. No thoughts had empty. <laughs> because... Because this, this, this isn't a good movie. It was bad. And, like, in a boring way. Yeah. Not even in a fun way. I will say that train scene is great. That is fun. And I think, like, I remember... That is the one thing that I remembered about this movie going mm-hmm. into it. And that I will take from this movie leaving it. Because, yes. honestly, most of the movie's not that good. Mm-hmm. That train scene is iconic. Trains? Like, city trains? That's the stuff of superhero action scenes. Yes. And that's particularly, good. like, Spider-Man, New York City. Yeah. Use that great public transportation system. Yes. Yes. But it made me want to see a Chicago superhero that on the L. Good. That'd be very Having good. to save an entire car full of Cubs fans oh my just gosh. like smashed into each other <laughs> and one person in the middle with their groceries. Like, I was not thinking. I got on the red line. I forgot it was a Cubs game day. Do you want to talk about your feelings? <laughs> this has happened to me a few times. I had to wait for... I had to wait for, as five red line trains went by, one after the other, they were all completely packed with Cubs fans. This didn't happen to me because you got my groceries. (laughs) Yeah. So not only do I have my groceries, but I have your groceries and, like, two other other people's people's groceries. groceries. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) Because I like to leave campus. Yeah, I did not. (sighs) Yes. But I did, like, like... Okay, actually, let's discuss the train scene a little, because okay. I feel like it deserves the discussion. Okay. First of all. Yeah. Why the fuck did no one pull the emergency button? A great question. Like, you know that, like, the train has a conductor. We see him later. Mm-hmm. He interacts, and he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. But, like, clearly Spider-Man and Doc Ock are, like, running all around. Mm-hmm. Fighting and junk. Mm-hmm. Pull the stupid thing, and then he... Doc Ock can't, you know, make it a runaway train. Yeah. Stop like, the train! You know, you don't want to, like, go over a corner or something. Exactly. It's gonna be better. That's the other thing. Where the heck was that train going? Because, like... straight out of the just city. Just straight into the Hudson into River. Into the river. <laughs> <sighs> um... I do feel like, so, during this fight scene, there was a lot of, like, ooh, ah, yelling and stuff, and it just made me think of how weird it would be, as an actor, to have to do the voice acting for the CGI (laughs) fights. Yes. Especially, like, this was 2004, they're not used to this nonsense. Yeah. So you're just in a studio somewhere going, ah, ooh, It's essentially the same as doing voice acting for an animated fight. Yeah. It'd just be weird. Which, yeah, but if you're a on, live-action, on-screen actor... You wouldn't be used to <laughs> it. not something you're used to. Um, <laughs> and they went all out. Yeah, they did. Like, Tobey Maguire, you know, 
say what you will about these movies. Like, he goes all out yeah. in People faces are... and voices. The actors are very... Um, dedicated. Dedicated. They're all in, yes. and I respect that. They are. No, I agree. Most definitely. Um, the movies can be, like, corporatized Frankenstein collage messes. Yeah, but that's not the actors' but fault. But the actors are doing their best. They are. We're proud of them. Um, with the train scene, so Peter Parker, like, stops the train, barely, um, <laughs> leaving lots of building damage, I yeah. would assume. Um, but he stops the train, so that's good. And there are a lot of people on board. Um, but he, like, stops it, and then he passes out, because, woof, he just stopped a freaking train. Yeah. And the people, like, pass him back. And it's a very, like... It reminded me of the end of Godspell. Oh, yeah. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. When, like, the deci- they all, like, hoist Jesus, who's just died, onto their shoulders. It was a very, like, uh... Messianic. Messianic imagery. Yeah. yeah. Which was interesting. And then he immediately gets kidnapped by Doc Ock again. Nice. So, I like seeing Spider-Man interact with the people in the city. Yeah. Like, I like seeing the people of New York... You know, last time we got them throwing things off the bridge. Yeah. This time we get them, like, taking care of Spider-Man. I like Be that. Be gentle. He's a hero. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meme. Yes. Um, that that was what I was thinking during that scene. I was like, <laughs> That's the meme. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, one thing I wish would have happened again is Spider-Man being more fun. Yeah. He's very, like... Serious. <laughs> what did he say? He's like, can I never have what I want? Yeah, he's... And that's kind of the mood, his mood the whole movie. Like. He's dramatic. Like, I understand he's having a rough time, but I feel like part of Spider-Man is... Yeah. The wisecracking and fun. No, Tobey Maguire is a very angsty yeah. Spider-Man. Like, that's how it's written. And that's definitely a choice that they made, and I don't feel like he was the best character to do that. You know, we expect yeah. that with, like, Batman... Batman. Daredevil. Yeah. But Spider-Man is meant to be fun. Yeah. Like, things go wrong, but, like, he kind of copes by joking. Yes. Which is a very valid coping mechanism, I would like to throw out there. Because, remember, (laughs) he's created because Stan Lee hates sidekicks. Harsh. This is why. And he's like, what if the team just was a superhero? And so that's where Spider-Man is. Yes. And you look at the teen sidekicks of the time, and they're wisecracking jokers. Yeah. Also, maybe don't make teen superheroes, but that's a different thing. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's for teens. Yes. I know, but, like, save the children. Yes. We'll get there. Tom Holland looks 15 in the first movie. Yep. We will get there. Yep. Toby McGuire does not. <laughs> Did I explain last time my theory of uh, why Spider-Man is just the question, what if Jimmy Olsen was Superman instead of Clark Kent? <laughs> I don't know if you've said it on the podcast. You definitely have said it to okay. me. <laughs> That's because, you know, he's yeah. the photographer. Yeah. He's the awkward, nerdy teenager who works at the newspaper. Yes. Is Jimmy sassy enough? Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe he, just the versions I've seen. Like, he's not in a lot of the movies. No. Yeah, he does be like, gee, Clark, thanks for leaving me at the Hoover Dam. Yeah. 
No, he's he's a pain. Good. As Jimmy he Olsen be. is obnoxious. I <laughs> love him. I support. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I feel like kind of some of these characters, like, that's just who they should be. And when you lose that, you lose... It doesn't feel like this same character. It's like Deadpool in... Um, in the, the X-Men. X-Men movie versus yeah. the Deadpool movies. Yes. Which were just okay. Sorry, Ryan Reynolds. He owns my phone company. The second company. one was fun. The second one was better, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, I agree. The second one was definitely better. Ryan Reynolds owns my phone company, <laughs> and occasionally I get, like... What, did you get a voicemail this yeah, week? Yeah, I got a voicemail this week where you just... It's just Ryan Reynolds, like, hey guys, happy Mother's Day from Mint Mobile put this phone in the room with your kids and go take some time and he's like reading a bedtime story or some shit. <laughs> he sent out like a uh, Christmas card last this past Christmas and it was just him looking really sad because he's like well what the fuck was this year? He didn't say fuck because he's being semi-professional. Professional-ish. Yeah. But yeah he just like owns Mint Mobile now and he's honestly making the most of it and honestly it brings me joy. Good. Plus, it's decent coverage for really, really cheap. <laughs> so, we'll take what it. What you need. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> okay, uh, this is a thought. Yes. You know that picture we have of Blantyre wearing her hoodie and looking sadly out the window? Yes. I think that should be the cover, but her face is Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but will anyone appreciate it? Because they don't know that picture. Um, How about, I'll do that and I'll post it on the Facebook page. Or, you no, not her face is Spider-Man. Her hoodie is a Spider-Man hoodie. Ugh, that sounds like work. Okay, fine. <laughs> badly, we'll badly it. colored in <laughs> MS Paint. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <sighs> this is my artistic genius. Okay, well you can make it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll try. You make it, and I will post I'll it. I'll try. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, what's our rating system? It's great powers and great responsibilities yes. to do better. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, one to five power, what would you give this movie? Two. Fair. What are your two? Alex Ross paintings at the beginning. Cool. Because I like those. Yes. And, um, second one. I'll give it to Doc Ock this time. He was really good. He He fit fit the role really well. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, if anybody else could have done that the way that he did it. Alfred Molina killed it. Yeah. Also, really good American accent. Yeah. Because that's not... He's he's British. The casting for a lot of these side characters is spot on, honestly. It's really good. Like, um... J. Jonah Jameson, perfect, obviously. Yes. Aunt May, great. Yes. Um, I think, uh... Norman Osborn was good. Yeah. Like, they very much fit what you expect from the comics. They do. It's really good. So, your great responsibility to do better? Um, make only one movie next time. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, and make it be Doc Ock. And make it be about Doc Ock. That was the best storyline, yeah. like, by far. Yeah. Sorry, continue. No, that's good. Uh, stop putting bad songs over your end credits. <laughs> um, oh, 2004. They've, they've both been awful. Oh. They were probably and, uh, timely in 2004. Yeah. I mean, that was, what, 17 years ago? Yeah. And give Mary Jane something to do. Yeah. Like, make her a character. Yeah. 
She could be interesting. She's just she just hasn't be. had the chance to be. She could be, but she's not. Yeah. I think those are solid. What do you think? I think two is fair. Okay. What are your yeah. comments? I'm tempted to give it two and a half for nostalgia. Uh-huh. Just because that train scene, I'm telling you, is very effective for me as a child. But I think I'm just going to stick it with two. Okay. Uh, the train scene gets one. Okay. That whole sequence, actually, with... Like, the whole last action sequence. Yeah. Cutting it off right before Harry goes and feels feelings. Hamlet's out. Yeah. I mean, not that that wasn't good. It just felt like a totally different movie. Yeah. Um, That whole sequence, like, I remember it as a kid being like, oh, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it holds up. Yeah. It's really good. Um, And then the other one... Uh, I'm gonna give to the teeny tiny child oh. from the fire. Yes. She gave me feelings and she's great. Her acting's great. Yes. Oh, also, um, she has to share it with, you know, the other great performances. Yeah. Including, um, the violin player who's singing the Spider-Man yes. theme song. Because she amazing. brings me joy. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and then the great responsibility to do better. I mean, definitely what you said. Yeah. I agree with all of that. Um, but because you already said it, I'm going to pick other things. Yeah. Um, Doc Ock's wife gets fridged real early. Fast. So, so quickly. Um, and in just a horrifying manner. Yep. Like, it's the stuff bad. goes through her, her eyes. Yep. Unnecessary. Don't like that. Big yike. Uh, the treatment of women in general. Not great. Not great. Um, so that gets one. Uh, the second one, I'm gonna go with too many peop- too many plots, but also specifically too many potential villain characters. We have Harry becoming the next Green Goblin. Mm. We've got Doc Ock, who should be the only actual villain. Uh, we've got Willem Dafoe comes back, like he's dead, but he comes back to influence Harry. Yeah. Um, we've got Dr. Connors. He doesn't yeah. become... Lizard. Lizard, but, like, he's there, and we all know who he would become. Yeah. Like, I feel, it's I, just I, I too fear much. that this is only going to get much, much worse in the next movie, if I remember It's gonna correctly. get so much worse. Yeah. It's... Yeah. You're right. Um, and then the third one, I was going to go with something like, you know, deep, like, oh, that scene with Aunt May, I don't like that. But nope, I'm going to go with something the petty. petty thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after the big fight, Peter and Mary Jane go up to the top of a building, and Peter, like, builds a web. Oh. Which, first of all, like, that takes... That has to take time. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. And Mary Jane's just, like, sitting awkwardly at the very edge of it. And then yeah. he, like, crawls towards her. I don't like it. On all fours, it. like, which looks it's fine in comics. Not Looks in... fine in cartoons. Looks real upsetting. And it's just distressing. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, and also to the astronaut's hair. But that's 2004, <laughs> so I guess, you know. James Franco's hair also really bad. Yeah, at it's least he's fault. like the character's losing it. Yeah, like like it's fair. But like he has a butler. You'd think the butler would be like, "Hey, sir, 
get a freaking haircut. Maybe he tried. Maybe he did. Poor Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> he deserves better. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's what we got. Thanks for coming. Yeah. We'll be back with Spider-Man 3. Yay. And then we'll Woo-hoo. be back to Spider-Man 1 again. Yay. With the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So There's see. three Spider-Man ones so that many. we're going to watch. There's so many. And if Spider-Verse ever gets a sequel, that's four Spider-Man number ones. You're right. Yeah. Spider-Verse should get a sequel. It should. I would it's like a really that. good movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. there you go. Enjoy that. Do whatever a spider can. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>